Good morning, everyone. My name is Susan, and welcome to Centralia Community Center for Positive Living. It's nice to see you here. It's especially great to welcome our musicians from Arizona, John and Sherry. Glad you're here today. Uh, we'll start with the reading from the Daily Word, and today's word is power. The affirmation is, I look within and discover my power. Great power lies within me, like a treasure chest full of gold and precious jewels buried in my own backyard. It is so close that I sometimes overlook it, leading me to search near and far, seeking strength and value outside myself. Yet my power is in my potential, a gift for me to discover. I am endowed with wisdom, love, and creativity, gemstones meant to be uncovered and shared with the world. I am rich in my capacity to use these gifts and to reach goals and create my life with intentionality. As I think, speak, and behave in accordance with my divine abilities, I share my treasures. I bring into the light the hidden parts of myself, knowing my power comes from expressing my best self. And from Ephesians 2.10, For we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. And we will sing Surely the Presence, and we will um, be accompanied by John and Sherry. Yeah. 
So this this is not your song, yes, Donna's. This is also okay. So this is an original, and here we go. Hi, Susan. Hi, Fred. 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 Hi,
So much to come in here. Well, like so nice to have you here. Hi, big guy. Look back. Good. <laughs> oh, you look cooler here, huh? Well, yeah. I like it. Oh, that's not good. You don't really have to stop. It's just fun to do that. Uh, it was also fun to light this candle this morning. Bjerka left that with us when she spoke here a couple of weeks ago, so I feel like she's here with us. We could greet her as well. Okay. okay, it's time for announcements. Today, after service and snacks is our board meeting. You all are welcome to attend. At two o'clock today is um, the gathering at Bear Raven um, Longhouse in Winlock with Grandfather Roy Wilson. Uh, he called me a day or two ago and personally invited all of us. He said that in all of the churches he's been in all over the country, no church um stresses meditation the way that unity does and he's going to be talking some about that today medicine wheel deal with the 12 months of the year but there are lessons for our everyday meditation for our daily meditation in the medicine wheel and he hopes that folks will come Joanne would like to talk, so you have to push the mute button. Okay, I'm not quite finished. Oh, have okay. to wait a minute. All right. <laughs> um, and there's potluck following on July 23rd, which is the fourth Sunday. Circle America meets again, and the book that's going to be discussed this month is Tears We Cannot Stop by Michael Eric Dyson. The book's available in many forms uh, at the public library, and there are lots of YouTube opportunities to uh, see Michael Eric Dyson there, so please consider that. I might also mention, if I haven't before, that Unity is one of the sponsors of this group, and so it would be great to see more Unity faces there. This is Zoom meeting. Um, the information for it is in the weekly email, so you should be able to find it, if not, ask one of us. And one more thing, Joanne. Uh, we need a fifth Sunday reader. So July 30th, we have an opportunity for one of you. Okay, now. Got it? Can you hear me? Susan, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Okay. Uh, I will be the reader for the fifth Sunday. <laughs> and I want to say uh, hi to everybody. I just have a little bit of a throat thing from the airplane, so I didn't want to come in and share it. Um, but Terry, Amy dropped off the supplies this morning. Please take the receipt out of the bag and put it on the desk for Eileen. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Okay, you see me now? 
I haven't announced them. Johnny, do announce. I thought you were waving to me. I haven't been friendly. Good morning. Hi, Susan. Just waving from the back. No, I want everybody to keep in mind we're going to have our Unity picnic next month. We're going to, Dr. Dari has invited us to come out to Mossy Rock to her wonderful home out there. And I believe the plan date is August 13th. So everybody keep that in the back of your minds and, and make plans accordingly for next month, okay? We'll, we'll get final details out as we approach closer. Thank you, August 13th. All right, now it's time for our unity statement. So we will say that together. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And now it's time for our Song of Joy Donna song. And if you'd like to stand, we will join John and Sherry in singing this. Yeah, I'd like to say those who remember Donna Taylor, this is her words. And, uh, I, I did the music. She gave it to me before she passed, before we left here, actually. Several of her songs. This is the only one I got done so far. But I really appreciate it. I, I hope you do too. Transcription of a podcast by a gentleman known as Krishna Das. 
you're locked in a dark room, you've never been outside, it never occurs to you that there is a way out. You're just in the room, in the dark, then the light might come on for one second, on off. You see there's a door in the corner of the room which you have never seen before. Even if that light goes off again, you're going to find that door because you know it is there. That's the position we're all in right now. The light went on in some lifetime for one second. We know that there is a way out of this and we're looking for that. What is outside the room? There's no way to talk about it. No matter how many books you've read, or no matter how many books might have been written outside that room, they don't make any sense to us at all. They're in some other language. You may read those books and think, oh wow, that's what it's like. Nope. You can't think your way out of a room or a prison that's made of thought. See, you're thinking. You can't think yourself out of this prison, though. We're thinking all the time. Emotions come and go all the time. We don't know what it's like without death. Seems natural to us, and it is. That's who we are. The only way to affect some kind of switch or change on the whole situation is to practice some spiritual practice. A spiritual practice is a practice that you do for no good reason. You don't do it to get fame, to get food, to get money, to get a partner, to get a good car. You don't do it for any reason like that because if you have some motive for doing a practice, there's no way that you can let go of the thoughts. You're always thinking, this is going to get me what I want. So there's nothing wrong with the things that we want, nothing. But when you want to be free more than you want the things you want, it's a different situation. We don't even know what free means, right? This is why Buddha came out of the jungle and said, Hey, monks, stuff sucks. Stuff doesn't make you happy. He said, it's the first noble truth of suffering. Meaning, actually the word dukkha isn't suffering. It's a quality of unsatisfactoriness. Life is never going to be enough, as it is. Because it's just, it's our thoughts, our emotions, and our imaginings recreating the same stuff over and over again. You think the next person you meet, you know, that's going to be the one. Until you see they don't wash their underwear. <laughs> then it's the same ball game again. You pick the same kind of person again. So we keep doing that in one form or another. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it doesn't work. Buddha said, nothing wrong with it. But this is the nature of the way things are. And we keep coming up against that and getting unhappy again. And it doesn't work. 
But really, it's just our own stuff recreating the same that same situation. The only way to free ourselves from those those patterns is a practice. But you do the practice, let go of any everything, moment by moment by moment. We're singing. You might be thinking about something. Then you come back to the chanting. And the, that ability to release yourself from the thought over and over again, creates something inside that is very different in a quality, in quality that we're accustomed to. And only you know, nobody can give you, nobody can give that to you. And that's the joke. Very good. Thank you. That was great. The practice. And so I remind you again that um, that's something that grandfather will be talking about this afternoon. All right. Um, it's time for our meditation song. And that is, Oh, fill me with thy presence, Lord. Uh, it's page 40 in the hymnal or up on the screen. Some of you can read those black dots and so page 40. expression. 
I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. I am at peace, knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and in the perfect way. And today we will be saying the progressive Lord's Prayer, and that will be followed by the Alleluia. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I am. I am thy kingdom come, I am thy will being done. I am on earth, even as I am in heaven. I am giving this day daily bread to all. I am forgiving all life, even all life forgiving me. I am leading all people from temptation. I am delivering all people from error. For I am the kingdom, I am the power, and I am the glory of God in eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. each Sunday of the month, and uh, this month of July, our speakers have accommodated each other's travels and other uh, activities, and so they've all scrambled up, and so it'll be exciting to you each week to figure out how this is going. Today, Eileen Selig is going to be our speaker, and here she comes. I am so glad that we could do all of the accommodating this month because I needed some accommodating. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. I like kind of shuffle things around here. How many of you have been to Florida? I was going right there. Oh my gosh. You lived there? <laughs> I spent two weeks in Florida recently taking care of grandchildren. It is hot, it is wet, it is gross. <laughs> My daughter lived in Maryland for a time, and it was very similar. Florida is the next level of hot and wet and gross. So I cannot tell you how glad I was to be home. And uh, John and I believe it was Monday, maybe Tuesday, we went to the grocery store. 
And it was one of those 90 something degree days here in Washington, which by the way, in Florida, the weather app would then say, feels like 106, okay? So that, that's wrong, it is wrong, okay? And we went to the grocery store and I got out of the car, I get in the store, I'm walking around and it was somewhere in the middle of Safeway that I realized I was still wearing a sweater. <laughs> and I told Jeff, I'm wearing a sweater. He says, yeah, I was wondering about that. And I said, do you know the thing is, is that I wasn't instantly wet when I stepped outside. Because that's the thing. I don't think I'm sweating in Florida. I think the earth is sweating on me. And there was something so nasty about that. So I am grateful for the change. I am grateful in my new perspective and appreciation of Washington, even on our hot days, All right? And I'm also really grateful for these 70 something degree days that are absolutely perfect to sit in my backyard and enjoy my trees. There you go, a tree reference. All right, so today we're actually gonna talk about change. And I spent the last few days kind of like, okay, I'm gonna talk about power because that's the, the word for today. And I could not, I just couldn't. I struggled and I struggled and I struggled with wrapping my brain around what it was that I wanted to say about power, the power of power, I don't know. And I was sitting there last night at like nine o'clock and I told John for probably the 12th time, I'm just really struggling with this. I opened up my laptop, I'm looking through my old files going, was there something here that I can revamp? And the odd thing is, is that I was speaking on the second Sunday in July, four years ago. And I looked at that and I thought, Second Sunday. I don't normally speak on the second Sunday. There must be a reason for this. And then the more I looked at it, I'm like, ah, this is when I filled in for Dierica and not because she was in an accident. Ah, Dierica filled in for me last month. Something visit the talk on change that Dierica had started and I had finished. And we've got a couple little tweaks to it. So as I said, this was four years ago, which is crazy to think that I've been speaking here for four years, but I have. And Dierica, bless her, I'm so happy to have her here with us in some capacity. I get these occasional weird little text messages from her out of the blue that have like scripture. I love it. And our topic today is gonna to be change. Benjamin Franklin is accredited, is credited with having said, but in this world, Nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. And I'd like to add change. All right. So Benjamin Franklin might believe that death and taxes are inevitable, and they are. We cannot cheat death, no matter how much we try. And taxes, I hear there's a way to get out of it. And I either don't make enough money to get out of it. <laughs> or I'm not willing to give up my citizenship and claim to be a sovereign person, or I didn't do it early enough in order to do so. That's my understanding. So I pay taxes and someday I'll die. And I also can't avoid change. Change happens, how we live with that change, how we adapt to that change, how we embrace that change will determine the quality of the life that we live. If we celebrate 
the change in our lives. We welcome the change. We will see more understanding, we'll believe more, we'll transition faster, we'll open more doors, we'll create more, and we will access more. In a welcoming change, we will live more. And we will live in our power. See, now I threw in that power word. I'm good now. All right. So Dierica had created, and this is kind of as far as she had gotten, an acrostic of sorts for the word change. So we have C, co-creators with God. So you need principle. We have H, happening all the time. A, access or attitude. N, newness. And G is for growth. And E, effect. So C, let's start there. We're co-creators with God. This is a unity principle, if you're not familiar. It is a unity principle. We can speak things into existence, and we can call things into being. Amen. We have the power to create change when and where it is needed. Mary Alice and Richard Jafala, as you know, are among my favorites. If you've ever heard me speak before, sooner or later I mention them. And they have, in The Simple Truth, stated, the power of your ruling ability lies mainly in two very important arenas, your thoughts and your words. Thoughts and words are the bricks and mortar with which you build your kingdom. They have creative power. And when you really believe what you think and say, your thoughts and words go forth as loyal subjects to do the bidding of their ruler. Which is you. When we actually articulate a thought, it shocks the body with its stark power. Self-talk has the same effect on an individual as talk from another person. Maybe even more, since when we speak, we have an audience of 100 trillion cells listening. It's the largest audience we will ever speak to. And each cell is attentive to our wishes. The more we hear a thought expressed in silence or as words, the more we will try, either consciously or unconsciously, to make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. H is for happening all the time. Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12, I believe it is. The time for everything among my favorites. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search, and a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear down, and a time to mend, a time to be quiet, and a time to speak, a time to live, and a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. We are experiencing this existence as a transition with a time for all things. We are constantly transitioning in one way or another. 
Our time in this existence is in itself a transition to our next form or plane of existence. Every day we are changing, as is our world around us. We may not see the changes, but they are there, always present. Some are fast, like changing your clothes to accommodate a change in activity. And some are slow, like evolution. Changes happening right now, in this moment. Access. We have access and we have attitude, both are A words, both are good. And this is what we're gonna say. Celebrate yourself by Eric Butterworth. He states, if you are not satisfied with the direction your life has taken or with the experiences that continually manifest, you can change by getting into the kind of attitudes and feelings that you assume you would have if you were now experiencing the desired conditions. To me, that falls into the category of fake it till you make it. All right, take the time to think about how would you feel, what would your thoughts be if you already had that? Have those thoughts now. Create that feeling, create that. We access new thoughts in change, new territory, new dimensions of self, new dimensions of spirit, new hope, new prosperity, new stamina, new relationships, new opportunities, new gifts, etc. We often overlook this world of new access, and this reality of good fortune related to change due to fear of change or due to being pushed from our comfort zones when experiencing change. Let us rise above the fear, push through to a new comfort zone to experience the positives of change. I think my microphone's being lowered. And then it makes the squeaking sound. Okay. All right. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The one life in God is gone. A new life has begun. So here we talk of newness. One of the rationales of the faith of Christ is the idea of new life. It is something we must have a desire to see and a faith in to manifest. Can life be new? Some have a hard time believing sins can be cleansed, forgiveness can occur, past can be pardoned, and cleansed souls and minds can be renewed. Healing can occur for any condition or that there is life after death. But this is the teachings of Christ. We can get stuck in our daily routine and forget to expect newness or to look for it or to see ourselves coming to newness. There's a love as deep as Christ's love that desires that we experience the newness of life being lifted and inspired revived and empowered as a lifestyle. G is for growth. Growth and maturity can be faked. More fake it till you make it. I like fake it till you make it, it works for me. Change is a necessity for growth. Change of conditions. 
change of environment, change of temperature, chemical change, spiritual change, insert change here. We are always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of our potential. Growth. Effect. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 and 52. We will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. Impact of our actions, thoughts, and words. Change. We may not always see it, but we have an effect on others. We have an effect on our world. Change comes through effects, which sets in motion the energy that causes the change. Be aware of your effects, your impact. Make them positive. Don't underestimate the power of effect. It can go forth and signal the powers that be and transpire change. So ladies and gentlemen, today I have um, mostly borrowed a meditation, okay, um, and it is a script written by Carolyn Stewart. At the bottom of it, it did say that you could use it, just so you know. So, let's move our attentions to focus on your heart space. Breathe in relaxation, breathe in ease and comfort and compassion. Breathe in kindness and understanding. Breathe in love and deep acceptance. As you exhale out of this space of your heart center, feel these gifts spread through your body out in all directions, bringing with them comfort and relaxation, softening into the muscles, into the bones, into the joints, bringing a sense of ease, a sense of softness into every cell of the body, enlivening and at the same time bringing peace, bringing softness. Continue to bring in these qualities of compassion, of acceptance, of love. And as you exhale, continue to spread these qualities and these feelings into you and through all parts of your body, extending out even beyond the edges of your physical form, to fill your energetic body. As this breath cycle brings comfort and relaxation into the body, we have an opportunity to reflect on transition. The breath itself is transitional. Every inhale brings with it new beginnings and new possibilities. The space between the pause allowing the breath, panic energy of life to circulate through the body, to bring with it possibilities, sustenance, nourishment. And with every exhale, we release and we let go. The cycle then begins anew, starting again. And every moment is a transition, every breath a letting go, a new beginning. Just as it does not serve you to hold your breath for too long, or to focus solely on an inhale, so it is the same with transitions. 
with change. We must let it go. We must bring in nourishment to welcome the new. Continue to breathe and continue to feel and reflect on this cycle of transition. Let's now begin to extend the pause in between the inhale and the exhale. Hold at the top of your inhale and hold at the bottom of your exhale. Continue this cycle, this type of breathing, holding at the top of your inhale and then at the bottom of your exhale. So then in this box breathing, Reset your body and your mind. And now we shift into the process of inquiring into the experience that has led us to transition. Every change, every shift in our circumstances is necessarily an ending, a letting go of what was and the more that we placed our hopes and our dreams into what was the more we experience, a sense of loss, a sense of grief, of letting go. Into the shifts, into the changes, the natural transitions in our life helps us bring closure to offer a sense of acceptance, a sense of kindness, of trust. And so I welcome you to place your attention in your heart, to activate your heart chakra, the energy center of both your energy body and also your physical body. This is the connection between your external and your internal world. It is the connection to your soul truth, to your heart's expression. Set the intention of bringing forward from your subconscious into thought that which may have been hidden. Bring up an experience of change that you have been going through. Really consider the experience and how it is currently affecting you in your life. With this experience now active in your energy body and perhaps even in your emotional and physical body, I invite you to inquire. Three questions. First, how did this change affect my body, my mind, and my perception of life? Now a second question. What do I feel is still unresolved from this transition? How can I now find resolution? Again, let your heart speak. And the third question, what did I learn from this change? What gifts have I been given in this transition? Knowing that you can return again to these questions, I offer you the opportunity to connect with your heart wisdom, the offering of possibility of creation Connecting to your heart's guidance to allow what is unfolding now in this present moment 
to be revealed. In this space of silence, I offer you the suggestion to take this time to listen, to open to your heart's guidance, to receive more of the gifts of this transition. Now, as we begin to close this meditation, it's time to offer the deepest gratitude to your heart's wisdom, to this offering of truth that is being gifted to you now. I truly believe that life happens for us and not simply to us. This gift of learning, of curiosity and play is ours every moment every time we choose to look through the eyes of possibility and of gratitude. And so I offer you this same perspective to see the change not as a loss, but as the gift that it is, the contribution that this change offers to your present moment, experience and to the richness of your life, all of the lessons you have learned, to all of the relationships you have grown to cherish, the intimacy that continues to develop And let us close this meditation, offering gratitude and thankfulness to all that has led us to this present moment. May we be open to the possibilities, to the true offering of creation that is seeking to emerge now through and as us. That really was great. And uh, circling back around to Dierica, that's really super that we have her here with us. Thank you, Eileen. It's time for our offering now. And by mail. We continue to appreciate any checks that are sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street. 98531 Centralia. And you can also donate on the website at unity of And we thank you for the ways that you share with us in giving of your time and talent as well. So let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love through me. Blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am.
let's say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. Amen. It's time for our healing prayer. If you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, you can speak out their name or hold them quietly in your hearts. Members of our church have asked that we send out healing prayers and energy to all the people and animals that are displaced by war and natural disaster. Prayers for the members of our communities who struggle to meet basic human needs and those you mention now who we will pray for. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. And together, let's say, yes, John. You didn't have one verse of the song to say, and I missed it at the end, whenever you want to go to Near to the heart of God, the fish of Israel. Song of Thanksgiving. Right now would be perfect. Okay. Go ahead. Well, it's called Near to the Heart of God, and it's a, there's a place of quiet rest in. In these trying times, we need that within us. And if we have that within us, that, that's the comforter that Jesus left us with the Spirit. Part of himself, actually. We are all one in spirit. And I don't know, this just this, this is a spur of the moment thing. So I'm going to just give you one verse of it. The light of God surrounds us, the love of God enfolds us, 
The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And let's stand and form a circle and join hands and prepare to sing our song of peace. And while you all are doing that, I want to thank Eileen for her great talk, John and Sherry for their music, Tom for all of the technical stuff, Joanne for the slides, and all of you for being here. You know, that, that, that's the word that we got today. Yes. And that is really showing me that what we are believing is going into the consciousness. That is the best sermon I have ever heard. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was right on for today. People yeah. to realize, we got to realize what the potential is within us. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing can stop us. Well, it's an inside <laughs> job, and here we go. Thank you, Tom, and that blue. 